Todd Mack. And I'm Joe Dorowski. We're the hosts of the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we discuss a great character in a great story. If you listen to us, your fancy will be tickled. And your thoughts will be provoked. One reviewer described us as fanboys with PhDs. Our discussions cast a wide net, alternating between TV, comics, films, and novels. In one episode, we may discuss a Spanish telenovela, and the next week, an American superhero comic. That was January 2016. Or one week, we might discuss a Japanese manga, and the following week, a Jane Austen novel. That was October 2016. Check out the Protagonist Podcast. Great characters and great stories. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one emo minute at a time. <laughs> Whoa. So sad. My canister never loved me. <laughs> uh, I am Scott Toffey. With me again on this Wednesday for Minute 58 are Mr. Chris O'Connor. I just thought there'd be more to it. Mr. Adam Sheehan. Hello. And Ms. Rachel Gatlin. Hi. Also joining us all the way over, where are you? I am in Massachusetts. All the oh. way over in Massachusetts. <laughs> so not that far away. <laughs> Mr. Kevin DeCristofano. Hi, Kevin. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for having me on this uh, this final installment for me. Hey, I was really are- worried that you were going to be like, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> and then we'd all look at I each other like for work a lot like, and i gotta say you guys are on the ball yeah <laughs> well, i guess that makes us feel a little better um in minute 58 we we begin with uh splinter telling mikey to go find a room for professor perry or a subway car where he could sleep and uh it sleep ends, over ends with some splinter wisdom, but only the beginning of it. We we are left in a little bit of suspense. Yeah, all we get is Donatello just having an existential crisis. Yeah, I have to say, though... Like a 10-year-old. This <laughs> existential Donatello crisis, I think this is what they were thinking of when they sculpted his head. Because <laughs> in this minute, everything about the Donnie puppet seems to work perfectly. Like... The eyes look good. The beak doesn't look beaky. Like it, it just finally comes together and looks like a, a, a quote unquote real Ninja Turtle to me. I don't know why, but in this minute, he kind of reminds me of Chewbacca when he wouldn't go back near the trash compactor. Yeah. In the first Star Wars, he's, <laughs> he's kind of got that body language going. The same one. <laughs> they teach that smell. in acting school for people in large foam rubber suits. Hmm. Um, does anyone else share my opinion of 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 the quality of Donatello's look in this minute? Does it change for anyone else, or is it just me? Yeah, because he's he's mopey, and I guess they must have sculpted his head around yeah. mopiness, and then every time he's cheerful it's like what's wrong with his face yeah <laughs> like his all mouth lines kind of suit the, the the mopey face more than like they don't go up for a smile as well as they do for yeah. this mopey face it's like his default emotion yeah 
He's got resting mope face. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Um, weird because he's he's been this stoogy comic relief in every other scene but this one. (laughs) Well, clearly the writers and the sculptors did not hang out together. (laughs) Was he the one? I read a trivia fact. I think it was Donatello. One of one of the puppeteers actually kept the head from this movie and used it in stand-up performances. And I think it was Donatello. Hmm. Never uh, heard that before. I, you know what? I do I wasn't remember, able to find video of it, though. Just read the trivia fact. I do remember seeing that. And uh, I think there was video. Oh, man. Now I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> and that's going to take time. Oh. And but it's not did, like before when I had to go to the library, get in a car, <laughs> drive, and but didn't Mitchell load and Sissy, film into a thing. Didn't Mitchell and Sissy say one of the heads yeah, went it missing? Was, it was absconded. Well, that was a Mikey head that oh. was alleged, alleged, allegedly stolen by a competing prop house. Yeah, I don't want to spread any fake news here. No. Um, but listen... We can save Donnie talk for later. There's a little bit that happens at the beginning of this minute. Let's talk about Michelangelo leading Perry into, I don't know, a a bedroom? Yeah, I might be slow here on the slow subway train, but I I didn't get this joke. (laughs) Yeah, so what Michelangelo says is, you know, he, he takes Perry and he leads him into the subway car and he says, it ain't the Hilton, which... Surprise, for years I thought he said, it ain't Bay Hilton, because it's <laughs> me and I'm stupid and I don't hear things. Uh, but he Hilton. says, it ain't the Hilton, and then he goes, well, let's face it, you'd be better off staying at the Hilton. So that's it, the joke which, you're referring to. It's not really was much the Hilton of a joke. Like a, a, was the Hilton like bad, a bad hotel in the early 90s or something? No, I think so. It's, it's always been a good hotel. I, you know, I mean, like the only thing that sort of damaged the Hilton name is uh, Paris. Mm. Um, and at the time, she was, you know, a child, so it didn't matter. Uh, I, this joke is just kind of, eh? It's okay. odd because he seems to, in the same sentence, diss the Hilton and then also elevate it. And this looks like a pretty, pretty fancy train car from what I can see. Yeah. And yeah, it ain't, it ain't the Hilton implies that the Hilton is fancy. Yeah. But then immediately throws it away by saying, well, you'd be better off staying there. It's like, well, if it's fancy, of course I would. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he he wanted to say something, and then he's like, "Mm, never mind. I feel like that line is one of those lines for me. Like, we keep saying, like, there isn't a whole lot of memorable lines. This is one of them for me, and I've never really been able to understand why. I wrote that it's the Jose Canseco bat of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I overanalyzed it, still didn't quite get it, and... There's got to be something there. Did, but, did something happen with the Hilton in 1991? I don't, I don't think so. I'm just happy that they're having a sleepover after all. Well, this is true. Where are the uh, snacks that they brought over earlier? The, the also, this would be such a great Airbnb. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is there was, for a while, uh, I think it was when the second Michael Bay movie came out, maybe the first one, there was an apartment that you could rent that was decked oh, out to yeah. look like the turtle's lair that you could, yeah, you, could yeah. you could actually stay in via Airbnb. And that keeps popping up. Like people keep sharing that on my Facebook it's wall like from time to time. It's like a reshare from, you know, from years ago. I don't know if that right. thing is still active. Oh, no, 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 no. It was like a one-time thing, but it oh. just keeps recirculating because people don't understand that it's an old article. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't at us. Yeah, don't send it to us, please. Unless you opened a new one. 
<laughs> yeah, then definitely at us. <laughs> I feel like the New That'd York City so cool. Transit Museum is missing a golden opportunity to have a Ninja Turtles themed like party night and get people in there. <laughs> that like, would be have, a great way to do our finale. They have like <laughs> this exact model train that you can walk through and it's in a subway tunnel. Like that would just be great to to go be like, hey kids, they do like a subway sketch night where you can like go down there and draw trains and then you share your drawings Ooh. and stuff. But like Put to a have like a ninja turtle in the corner with a lampshade on his head, yeah, or like a couple like a free pizza for everybody with no anchovies, or you know project <laughs> the movies onto a wall. That'd be so good. So be I googled, cool... I googled uh, Hilton in 1991, and all that really comes <laughs> up is this New York Times article that says Hilton cleared to operate a casino in Atlantic City. <laughs> And that's from uh, June of 1991. So it seems like the Hilton was just a nice hotel. Yeah. And that's that's about all I can really find. But like to say a line like that, like, well, it ain't the Hilton, but this is what we got. It, that's kind of what the other half of that should have been. I feel like I've said that mm-hmm. when we had guests staying over yeah. before. Like I've I've used this line. Yeah. Like, well, it ain't the Hilton. <laughs> I, I also, I, I mentioned this last season when they brought Casey down into their lair. Like, why does Perry have to sleep over? Like, why don't they just take him home? <laughs> why can't he go home? Yeah. Be, uh, maybe because the Shredder knows where he lives. They're trying to protect does him. Does he? He might. He may have taken, he may have taken his wallet. Oh, yeah. He yeah. might have. I think he took his ID. He would have his address on it. That guy's wallet. <laughs> That's the sort of crime they commit. Yeah, I think this is an attempt to protect Perry, to keep him safe. Mm. Yeah, protect the professor. Like with Casey, it was one of those like Perry. maybe he doesn't have a home kind of things. <laughs> but like Perry has, he's he's tied that bow tie himself. He definitely has a home. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Do you think Perry has, like, kids and a wife at home? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're wondering where he is? Like, And it's been days since oh, he's been no. home, right? Yeah, his plants are dead. <laughs> his giant dandelions are all dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> dandelions. It's all I mean, wilted look. and dried up. <laughs> I saw how he interacted with April O'Neil. I think it's safe to say he's single. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he might have a, a cat. Oh, he's got like oh, four. He definitely has a cat. <laughs> then his cats his are da- dead. Yeah, the cats are dead. <laughs> his dating profile says everything's better with Perry. Well, no, but it wouldn't be a dating profile. It would be a video. He'd be, yeah. he'd be yeah. like video dating. Lowered expectations right there. <laughs> he, he lists all his degrees and like... Um, I'm a professor of mutagens. Yeah. <laughs> I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Somewhere I like to think there's like a, a social club where a lot of like movie nerdy professor types get together like jordan perry's hanging out with doc brown somewhere and he's like oh my god you'll never guess what i saw it's four turtles and he's like oh yeah well i went back in time <laughs> yeah, that sounds get, like a good college dorm poster like this like that image of like Playing all the poker. presidents no they no, get together poker. once a month and play magic the gathering <laughs> yes and because uh, time travel is a thing in Rick and Morty, they always invite Rick, but he never shows up. <laughs> but every now and again, doofus Rick shows up. Yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, he would have a magic card collection. Yeah. 
what other scientists oh, would populate man. this poker game? I wonder, or magic card game. Mm. Mm. I like this. I like this idea. I know this is. A, I like this. This is fun. This Who is wears- a T-shirt on its own. There would be at least two different uh, Jeff Goldblums, maybe yeah. even three. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's like, several like, Goldblums. Like how many? How many times would he kill the party on being like, "All oh, you scientists, you you you, you spent all this time asking whether or not you could, and you you never thought if you should." But like like Hennessy from from Life Aquatic, uh, uh, <laughs> his character from Jurassic Park and The Fly. Yeah. Would e- Would Egon? Oh, Egon would definitely be there. Yeah. E- yup. Okay. Uh, Doctor Kirk Connors, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's yep. not really prominent, though. <laughs> he can be in the background. Yeah, he'll, he'll just kind of hang out on the wall. What about Doc Ock? A lounge lizard. I don't th- know if. I mean, maybe Doc Ock. <laughs> A lounge. Lizard. I think it would be beneath him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I want to keep playing this game, but I also want to move Ooh, through the minute. What about Beast? <laughs> Some yeah, uh, somebody yeah. needs oh, to illustrate this bar scene. Hank, Hank McCoy plays magic. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Fraser Crane Beast. Oh, Doctor Fraser Crane. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Doctor Fraser Crane and Kelsey Grammer as Beast. They're all there. <laughs> oh my god. Kelsey Grammer as Jordan Perry. Oh my god. Stephen <laughs> Pierce as Jordan Perry. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh God! Can we just please do a Fraser and Turtles cross pollination thing? Perry please? and I have matching bathrobes. <laughs> Maris and April don't get along. <laughs> of course not. Oh my God! Where did we go? Here? Uh, Splinter and, uh, and and Fraser's dad are like best friends. No, Splinter and and Eddie are best friends. Oh no, Splinter! I feel like Splinter hates Eddie, right? Yeah, Do you think I, he gets along with him? <laughs> I just got this <laughs> mental image of Fraser's dad like scratching behind Splinter's ears. <laughs> <laughs> he smells my dog. <laughs> uh, now, Roz and April, those two I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't mean that in a weird way. I just think they'd be good friends. <laughs> yeah, be friends. Well done, buddy. Well done. So friends. we get to see Donnie kind of doing we need a machine to here. This. What's that, Adam? Donnie's kind of doing a machine here. He's like, twang. That's true. He is sort of doing machines. The sort most of. he's done since uh, the computer part in the beginning. No springs. Um, <laughs> and this is the part where Donnie looks good. This is where he looks great sulking. He does this big gasp like, oh, my God, Splinter noticed me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the music cue that starts up here, I think, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's playing off of the theme that played in the first movie when Raphael is talking to Splinter by candlelight. It sounds very similar. I haven't done the research. I might be wrong, so don't yell at me, but it it, it at least feels the same to me. This... I wish the advice was as good. <laughs> Tell us about that, Kevin. <laughs> well, I, I, I've always had this issue where I feel like Splinter should be giving better advice in some in some versions of the turtles like one that's always stuck with me is from the nickelodeon cartoon um i i think about this all the time where it was another instance of him telling raf to calm down actually where he told him to let the anger wash over him like water over stone and all i can think when i hear that is i'm like but the water erodes the stone mm. eventually it's gonna get to him um and 
that's neither here nor here yeah, there no, for this point, minute. Though. But <laughs> but um, this is just another example of I feel like the writers were like almost there, and if they had another pass at this, because the advice he he has here is do not confuse the specter of your origin with your present worth, which is it's almost that Mewtwo quote from uh, Pokemon the movie where he says the the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It's what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. And Mm. they could have gotten there if they had like one more pass, if they concentrated a little more. Yeah, I feel like as a 12-year-old watching this movie, uh, I don't know what the hell Splinter just said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It washes over me like water over a stone. (laughs) <laughs> see what you did there I see what I did there um, and look I like Splinter giving advice to the turtles um, Donnie just seems really aggressive about this and it again feels a little out of character I there's there's just so many things to like about this movie but there's also just so much <laughs> that is like bad for no good reason like this like you said this could have very easily been better donatello could very easily have been a better character like there's so many things that could have should have been done and weren't and it's frustrating thank god the movie is still fun despite all of those things right there's way more good than there is bad yeah absolutely for for donnie to be suddenly a sad boy it just seems (laughs) so out of character (laughs) If only he had bangs to sweep to one side. Right. And a, and a, and a whole closet full of black t-shirts. She just starts some high-waisted sweatpants. Yep. Turn with black, black eyeliner. I'm going to wear a black bandana from now on. <laughs> Go home and listen to My Chemical Romance. Uh, what would you have listened one, to in 91? The paint Cure. one fingernail. Uh, the, the Cure? The, yeah, yeah uh, the, the Smiths, Smiths and The Cure. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, Donnie seems more like an Oingo Boingo guy to me. Mm. Oh man, what do you think each turtle's favorite band was in 1991? We've had this conversation, we? did we? Yeah. Have. yeah, yeah. Wham. No, well, no, we would have had this conversation <laughs> about 1990. Oh, oh, oh what are these turtles? Knowledge is not good enough to be distinct between 1990 and 90. All right, Let's... step aside, guys. I got this one. All right, you take it, All music right, teacher. So look, Donatello, I'm definitely thinking like Rush and Oingo Boingo. He's a prog rock kind of guy, mm, but nothing yeah. too heavy, okay? Okay, okay. Raphael, in this movie specifically, I kind of feel like he's still listening to Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. Huey Lewis is awesome. <laughs> well, now I feel bad. So, uh, I'm getting a Nirvana vibe from Raphael. In '91, I mean, you think they were just nine, coming yeah, that up. would be more '92. Yeah. What about like Mudhoney like or like really early grunge? Okay, maybe, maybe. No, no, get a big brumber. Michelangelo. Hmm. I feel like Michelangelo is listening to Vanilla Ice. Yeah, hip hop or like maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. Primus. <laughs> no, that's too. I don't know. If some some kind of some kind of like. Blonde hair metal. No, I, I think one of them has to be into hip hop. I mean, like they've listened to a lot of rap music in, yeah, in yeah. both movies. To be perfectly honest, I could actually, I could see it being Raph. I could see Raph being like into like Public Enemy or like like NWA or yeah, a little bit harder, a little bit more attitude. Yeah, but you but know? Mikey Mikey listens to Hammer. 
Right, and Raph hates it. <laughs> hates it. <laughs> yeah. Mikey has a crush on Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> or wait, ninety one. Maybe Susanna Hoffs. Or Mariah Carey. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> a lot of options there. And then Leo. Who does Leo listen to? Extreme. Music is none of my business. <laughs> he just listens to more than words all the time. No, I think his his taste is more lame than that. Like he likes Michael McDonald or like, <laughs> or like okay. Michael so Michael McDonald had some good stuff. I, Leo could definitely be a bit of a yacht rock guy, maybe like Holland Oates. Yacht rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I think maybe more like I've Michael never Bolton heard that than term before. <laughs> Well, uh, you're welcome, Chris. Uh, Brian Adams. Oh. Like smooth jazz. Brian Adams. Oh, is yes. Leo a Kenny G guy? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I will never leave you. And then Splinter na, listens na, na, to... Na, 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 na. Splinter listens to obscure 60s Japanese pop. Yes. All the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would agree with that if we're talking about like Nickelodeon Splinter. Because that dude's got some secrets, and I love it. Like, he's a fun-loving rat. I don't know if I would agree with this version of Splinter. Hmm. I think, I mean, I, it almost seems like he would just listen to straight-up traditional, like, Japanese folk music. Yeah. Mm. I think he's a little bit more straight-laced. He's very Miyagi in that way, I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He listens to Little Spanish Flea on repeat. There you go. <laughs> well, this derail is funny, not because it matches his personality at all. That's such a great. That's such a great song. So, so the minute ends, and we're we're in the midst of some more splinter wisdom. We'll get the rest of it tomorrow. But uh, this is three minutes of solid Jordan Perry in the middle of the film here. I guess it's not the middle. It's sort of the right after the two thirds mark. Yeah, somewhere around there. Does anyone have any final thoughts on Definitely this series of minutes? One, one of the turtles has to like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, and I can't figure out which one it would be. <laughs> Michelangelo. That's, that's, yeah. that's Splinter. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's Casey. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's just listening to good vibrations on... Uh, Marky Mark. Nice. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting completely lost in this conversation now. Let's wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> All right. Kevin, once again, we can find him at Page Turners. Give us the website, Kevin. Uh, it's Page Turners Podcast at Libsyn.com. And we've got the Instagram for the stuff we reference with MST3Kevin. And we've got a Twitter page at Page Turners Pod. And thank you guys so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Hey, we're yeah. not letting you off that easy. You have to do the uh, traditional Ninja Turtle Q and A here. Uh, what did we call this? The uh, uh, oh man, we had a name for it. Did we? I can't remember. Didn't we have a did name we? for this? I don't know about that. Anyway, who, uh, so the turtle you most identify with? <sighs> it's see. I know everyone says this because they're like, oh, my favorite one is this. And it's not that question because my favorite one is Donatello. But I think oh, I'm so sorry for you in this movie then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was not his best moment. Um, I think going with what I kind of said in the the first episode I did with you guys is most of the time I relate more to Michelangelo um, in his like 
uh, there's just something about his like trying to figure out his place in the universe, but like in an earnest way that like clicks with me. And that's why I think this Donatello thing would have been a Michelangelo storyline if it was in the IDW comics. Um, yeah. But in in this movie, I guess that makes it Donatello then back right full circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And your favorite pizza topping. Um, I don't know how I arrived at this combination, but I, I like green peppers, mushrooms, and sausage is mm. a good pizza. That's a pretty that's nice. standard fare. Yeah, that's a nice one. All right. And then I also, I am on a uh, team. I'm pro pineapple. Uh, not on that mm. same pizza though. All right. I like to do, I like to do pineapple and pepperoni every now and then because it's like a Hawaiian pizza with a little more spice to it. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin, again, thank you. It has been a pleasure having you. I'm sorry that you didn't get to be the one to start this podcast, but we're glad to have you on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, glad so to be on it. Who if knows, maybe do... we'll we'll see you again for season three. We'll definitely see you around the Facebook group. You're very active there and we very much appreciate it. Uh, I just have, I have a lot to say about season three if you guys do it because... I get I get so riled when people mistakenly call that movie Turtles in Time. Uh, I mean, listen, if we talk about it, the subtitle or lack thereof will definitely be a point of conversation. Um, make sure you go to at TMNT Minute on Twitter, Instagram. Go to our Facebook page, the listener group. And uh, once again, send us your Turtle Fan Minutes. If you want to record one minute of your voice, and we will put it on our show as long as you're talking about Ninja Turtles. Uh do it. We love them. We like hearing from everyone. You could be famous. Famous. For the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute, I am Scott. That is Adam and Rachel and Chris and Kevin and four out of five of us. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cowabunga! All right, I have to run and...